It's the return of the Bradfield Weather Podcast, underwritten by McAllen Construction. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail. I am Dan Lavallo. He is meteorologist Bradfield. Brad, we said the podcast would return, and here we are putting the podcast together on Friday, December 10th, 2021. Welcome back. Thank you, Dan, and I am excited to be back. You know, a lot of our uh, faithful listeners have been asking us, when is the podcast going to return? They can't wait for the podcast to return. Well, with the first snow of the season, we have returned, and we will be here to the last flake of this uh, 2021-2022 season uh, falls. Well, like General MacArthur, who said, uh, we shall return, and we did return. <laughs> we shall return. Yes, indeed. And, uh, and Dan, it's a pleasure. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to do the podcast. And as I've said uh, probably dozens of times on our podcasts over the years, I will probably be making a forecast on the morning of the day I die, because it's a lifelong hobby that began in sixth grade, with a science fair project on snow entitled Mother Nature's Mystery that I won grand prize at Freetown Elementary School, and the career was launched from there, from sixth grade science fair. And I'm right there with you, pal. (laughs) I know, I know you are a, uh, you know, in addition to obviously being a big sports fan, Dan, and having uh, your own sports podcasts and so forth that you should tell the folks about at some point. But in addition to that, I know you love weather. And uh, when you were uh, teamed up with the late Brad Davis, and, uh, you know, this is the first time we've been able to chat about that. My sympathies, Dan, on the passing of your friend and your a colleague for many, many years, but uh, you and Brad teamed up a lot. And when I left uh, television at NBC, you guys had me on often on the uh, talk of Connecticut uh, to discuss these um, big storms that were coming in. And that was kind of the uh, prelude to the Bradfield Weather Podcast. That's right, and uh, thank you for your kind thoughts. Uh, We always enjoyed having you on the radio and talk about the storms, and uh, we were able to go in-depth. We we did stuff that other radio stations didn't do, and it was just a a favorable response to have you on, Brad, as you went in-depth on the storms. No, and you you cannot do a uh, major storm justice when you only have two and a half minutes of time on television. Uh, so being able to take 20 minutes and to talk about all the whys and the wherefores and the what could happens and the what might happens and what to look for and so forth, uh, it is it is truly a blessing to a meteorologist and the greater meteorological community, Dan, because people are starving for this kind of information. I truly don't know why the news producers want to go back to the uh, the murders and the, the robberies and everything so quickly in the newscast. Let's get done with this major snowstorm so we can get back to talking about robberies, <laughs> <laughs> for heaven's sakes. Um, so this was really a truly a, a, a delight, uh, a delight to uh, have done that with you and Brad, and it really launched 
as I said, the Bradfield Weather Podcast. And, uh, you know, what a, uh, you know, you and I can look back and say what great careers we had. But look at uh, Brad Davis. He wanted to literally die with a microphone in his hand. And, and uh, he went the way he wanted to go. No question. There's a reason he's in the Connecticut Broadcasters Hall of Fame. No doubt about that. Brad, I know we have some announcements to make, particularly about the website, and we'll do that in just a bit. But uh, let's look back a bit on the weather. We had essentially our first storm of the season on Wednesday. Talk a bit about that. Yes, Dan, uh, and hopefully uh, everybody who listens to the Bradfield Weather Podcast, I bet you nine out of ten of you are uh, snow lovers, and this storm overperformed. Um, if you go to bradfieldweather.com, uh, Dan has sort of retooled our website. Again, bradfieldweather.com. It's easy, just my name and what I do, .com. Uh, Dan's retooled the website a little bit, but we are uh, we did kind of a soft launch a couple of weeks ago. And since then, We've been back to updating the daily forecast. So every morning you can wake up, and usually uh, when I'm on my second cup of coffee or whatever, I usually uh, transmit the forecast over to Dan, and he types it in and whatever, and we're ready to go by usually 7 or 8 in the morning. It's up there and and running. But uh, I had predicted about an inch of snow Dan the other night. So I I did think it was going to cover the ground and I had the timing right. I thought it would be around dinner and into the early part of the evening. The timing was all uh, right, but the storm overperformed. We have two and a half inches reported in places such as Enfield, North Granby, Summers, Vernon. We had uh, two inches reported in places such as Manchester and Suffield and at Bradley International Airport. So at the airport uh, thus far this season, we've had, uh, I think it's 2.5 inches of snow. Hebron, uh, Stafford, and Plainfield all coming in around two inches of snow accumulation. In the area around West Hartford and over to Farmington, Bristol, and up to Canton, about an inch and a half of snow. And uh, Dan, you're you're talking in those uh, northwest hill towns uh, up toward Torrington Way. You're talking, what, a heavy coating of snow there? Yeah, we had, I would say, up to about an inch of snow, and it was a wet, slushy type of snow, Brad. And you had a heck of a time driving back from one of your uh, uh, basketball announcing uh, duties. My goodness, I was coming back from Amherst, where I broadcast the University of Massachusetts women's basketball game against BC on Wednesday night, and I had to come home on I-91 by way of Springfield. And normally I'll take Route 20 by way of Bradley International Airport to get home to uh, Torrington, and I could not get off at that exit. It was on the slippery side, and so I had to go down to... uh, Exit 35 off of I-91 in Bloomfield, and go home my old way from the old way from the radio station. And even that that wasn't the easiest drive in the world. And so all the time I was driving home, I'm asking myself, I've got to talk to Brad about what happened to make this storm. I think produce more than we originally thought. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah, no, no question about it, Dan. Um, yeah, just it, it's a matter of uh, things coming together, and uh, everything seemed to come together for this system. Now, typically, you guys places out toward Torrington and Goshen, and certainly up toward Norfolk and uh, and uh, Colebrook, for example, they tend to get the most snow from storms. But this thing was uh, developing, and when you get out into the uh, ocean, and the development occurs, and it's a Occurring 
and and it hasn't already occurred it's occurring uh sometimes it's the uh central and eastern part of the state that get the most snow and if you kind of look at where the bullseye is dan it was uh sort of atypical it wasn't up in northwest uh, hills of connecticut it was more in north central and northeastern connecticut from enfield over to summers for example that area of uh, north central connecticut so that was because we were on the western fringe of an intensifying system and as you went further west out toward you the effects were lesser so uh it was it was just a, a matter of something developing a little bit too late for all of connecticut to get in on the act and uh, you know if this thing had slowed down we would have been talking quite a bit more snow so um anyway as a snow lover I am happy to see overperforming snowstorms. <laughs> well, let's uh, look back a little bit before we look forward, because November is in the books. And how did that month turn out weather-wise? Well, when you take into account the averages, we were slightly above average with the daytime highs. We were below average with the nighttime lows. And when you average it all out for the month, we came out to 41.5 degrees Fahrenheit. The normal, when you calculate over the last 30 years of weather records, is 42.3. So the uh, the month of November 2021 went in the record books as almost one degree cooler than normal. So it was a cool month, eight-tenths of a degree cooler than normal on a daily basis, but we only saw a trace of snow during November 2021. Uh, I think we had a few flurries on three of the last five days of the month and only produced trace amounts where trace is defined as enough to see but not enough to measure. Um, we uh, normally get about 1.4 inches of snow in the month of November, so we were operating on a snowfall deficit until uh, Tuesday's little system came along. So now we're right about on average uh, for snowfall as we go into the 2021-2022 um, season. And Dan, um, in terms of meteorological normals, uh, we are doing this taping of this podcast on Friday, December 10th. The average high temperature temperature on this day, December 10th, is 42, and the average low temperature on this day is uh, 26. And uh, we're going to be exceeding some of that. We'll get to the forecast in, uh, in a bit, but I know, Brad, we, we want to talk a bit about the website. We've retooled it, bradfieldweather.com, and uh, not only do we update the forecast on a daily basis, but we've added a couple of, well, for lack of a better description, widgets so that people can go to the website and they'll see right on the homepage the updated radar for our area, Connecticut, and the region. And they can expand out on that radar to wherever if they want to by just clicking on the box. And that's uh, on the homepage. And also on the homepage on the right-hand side, if they scroll down just a bit, they will be able to see wind velocity and the direction by which the wind is coming and that to me is always important i look at that as much as i look at the radar because you can get a better understanding of our weather systems if you watch the wind so we've added those two widgets and given the website a, a new brighter look so we hope that people will visit bradfieldweather.com Dan, that, uh, that wind widget find was uh, a great find on your part because, you know, 
if you want to do meteorology 101 uh the the simplest thing you can do to kind of try to make a forecast is what direction is the wind blowing from right now if the wind is blowing strongly out of the north chances are it's going to be a cold day uh as you kind of teased when we get to the week ahead for week uh, number one next week uh the you'll see on the wind widget that the winds are mainly out of the west and southwest that's a mild wind direction so uh, the, those wind barbs or what we call streamlines are so important dan if in new england you ever see those streamlines come around from the northeast in other words blowing from the northeast toward the southwest those are snowy winds uh the the word nor'easter is the counterclockwise circulation around a low pressure area where we get a northeast wind coming in across new england and what that simply means is the northerly component of the wind brings down the cold and the easterly wind brings in the moisture off the atlantic ocean and hence you can get your biggest snowstorm when a northeast wind uh, blows so the the wind again dan that wind widget is a winner because uh you can do a lot of meteorology just based on what direction is the wind and going forward how does that wind change and you're going to notice that the wind will change next week into the west and southwest and it looks like a warming week ahead Okay, we'll get to that in just a bit, but we also, as we invite people to visit the newlookbradfieldweather.com, want to thank underwriters, and in this case, it's McAllen Construction. Back on board, Brad. Yeah, McAllen Construction. Uh, thank you to Christine and Mike McAllen. Uh, I'll tell you what, they are great people. They are great business people. They are going to be underwriting our uh, podcast all winter each and every podcast, and on our website 24-7. So thank you to McAllen Construction of Prospect. And you can do Dan and me a favor. Uh, you, can, you can go to our underwriters' businesses and thank them and tell them that you are listeners of the Brad Fieldweather podcast. That would help Dan and me out quite a bit. Same thing if you see uh, Kevin Blake of Action Carpet Around in Simsbury. Uh, Kevin is a well-known businessman in this area and he is uh, sponsoring our storm specific podcasts as we go on through the winter season whenever you hear about a major storm rolling in in addition to doing these late week thursday and friday podcasts that we will do regularly we'll do them every week so that you can get a feel for what friday and the weekend are going to be like in addition to doing them whenever we know a big storm is coming I don't know if the storm's coming Tuesday. We'll do the storm-specific podcast on Monday. Those are the kind of podcasts that Kevin wants to um, sponsor. So thank you to uh, Kevin Blake, uh, underwriter. We are talking with Four Dads Pub in Granby. Uh, I did the patio forecast for them in the spring, in the summer, in the autumn. Uh, so far, no resolution in talking with them. And we're also talking with Brignol Vineyard in East Granby. But again, as listeners of the Bradfield Weather Podcast, if you can think of anybody and you say, oh, they, they would probably love to sponsor or underwrite the, the broadcast, let Dan and me know, please. Thank you very much, because we will be happy to do as many of these as uh, the audience uh, 
seems to want. And Dan, on a personal note, I want to say this. Thank you to the underwriters, but I want to move to another area, a fellow meteorologist. I want to tell you uh, that my friend, Harvey Leonard, he is the chief meteorologist at WCVB in Boston, and he is somebody I have idolized my entire career. And you might say, well, Brad, that's kind of ridiculous because you're pretty old now and, and uh, you're, you've been in the, you were in the TV business for 37 years. Yeah, I was inducted into the Silver Circle for 25 years plus of service to the citizenry of Connecticut. Well, listen to this, Dan. Last night, Harvey was inducted into the Gold circle wow. of television me i mean that is in the top <laughs> zero 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 five percentile i mean you know harvey is uh someone that i have idolized my entire career and i've uh really strove to be like him uh to be calm in the face of major weather disasters to not hype things up um, he is just a classy man, uh, more important to him than his career is his family. He is a terrific family man and uh, no one more deserving of the gold circle than Harvey Leonard. Well, congratulations then to Harvey for sure. Well, here we are putting this podcast together on Friday, December 10th. So what does it look like on the weather map? Well, Dan, today we've got a low-pressure area in Kansas. So today, uh, December 10th, the low-pressure system is in Kansas, and we've got a sprawling warm front all the way out to the mid-Atlantic coast. So as mild air overrides the cold air at the surface here in southern New England, it's kind of a cloudy and gloomy kind of day. I wouldn't be shocked if a flurry goes by every now and then in a few towns, but largely it's a gloomy, chilly day, but maybe mainly on the dry side. Now, on Saturday, December 11th, the low from Kansas moves up into Michigan, and the warm front from the mid-Atlantic moves into southern New England. You will notice on those wind barbs on the uh, wind widget on bradfieldweather.com going around into the south. Windy, warm tomorrow with showers. The folks that uh, have snow on the ground in Connecticut today will not have snow on the ground during tomorrow. It will be wiped out by this warm air coming in. Temperatures in the 50s. Somebody could even hit 60. I wouldn't be shocked. Then on Sunday, those wind streams, uh, the streamlines are going to go around into the west and northwest. That will indicate that a cold front has pushed through and is offshore. It'll be windy and much cooler on Sunday. Temperature between 38 and 44 degrees, mixed clouds and sun. Monday, December 13th, high over North Carolina. Dan, we start going into that west and southwest flow. It becomes milder again. Tuesday, December 21st, uh, is uh, I, I skipped ahead there, Dan. Tuesday, December 14th, we're going to see high pressure located over Ontario and West Virginia. 
with a cold front uh, sweeping down into the Connecticut mass border again. So we are going to see cooler conditions come back on Tuesday. So sort of a, a weather roller coaster of up and down and up and down temperatures. So we're up on Saturday. We're down on Sunday. We start up on Monday. We go back down on Tuesday. And it looks to me like we're finally going to see a big storm come out of the Rockies the middle part of next week probably somewhere around the Wyoming, Colorado border. And remember with these storms, you got the cold air to the north, you've got the warm air to the south, but this is going to be one of those Great Lakes cutters, as we call them. On Thursday morning, that low is going to ride from the Rockies up into Lake Superior. That means a southwest flow for the entire eastern third of the country. So it's going to be warm again uh, Wednesday, Thursday, part of next week. And then finally a cold front sweeps across on Friday and it looks chilly, uh, on Saturday. So that's week number one, Dan. And, uh, that brings us up to hard to believe the following week, which is Christmas week. So look a little bit into your crystal ball. What does that look like at this stage? Well, Dan, uh, this is a little bit more exciting. So uh, the snow lovers and the people dreaming of their white Christmas or whatever are hearing my forecast for next week and hearing that it will be near 60 degrees on Saturday and hearing that the temperature will warm again uh, toward the middle of next week in the Wednesday-Thursday time frame. And there's no snow in the forecast for the next seven to ten days and 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 folks may be getting a tad depressed but as i look at week two the week beginning sunday december 19th i'm starting to see some signs that things could be changing so on sunday december 19th we're going to see a storm in missouri now, instead of tracking up into the Great Lakes like the storm of week number one did, it went from the Rockies into the Great Lakes. We were on the warm side of the storm. The storm in Missouri is going to track toward Nova Scotia, so a much further south track. Um, so on Monday, December 20th, we've got low pressure in Nova Scotia. We've got a cold front off the New England coast. We've got another low pressure in eastern Texas, and we've got cold high pressure over Ontario. So even though I'm still not predicting a snowstorm, the setup is way, way more bad, way better as we head into the first, uh, the first five or six days there, right before Christmas. The setup is way better. On Tuesday, uh, December twenty-first, um, the winter solstice, Dan astronomically the first day of winter and people have asked about our winter weather forecast we will give it on that day dan and you're going to cook up something special as you said whether it's a, a facebook live or an instagram live or whatever we will publicize that and let you know Yes, uh, we will uh, go live that day, and if people want to interact, uh, we will have that capability, and uh, we're still working on whether we're going to do Facebook or Instagram, but we will be on social media for that event, and that, that should be a lot of fun. I want to talk a bit about McAllen Construction, which is a full-service construction company centrally located in Prospect, Connecticut, and servicing the entire state of Connecticut. Brad and I once again are happy to announce that McAllen Construction is one of our underwriters for the Bradfield Weather Podcast, and well... Winter is here, and that means among the services provided by McAllen Construction is snow removal. In fact, 
McAllen Construction services the entire state of Connecticut. Whether you're talking about your home, school parking lots, business parking lots, you name it, McAllen Construction engages in snow removal for residents, commercial businesses, and local governments. McAllen Construction is on call 24-7, 365 days a year for residential and commercial building projects, utility construction, site work, water and sewer repairs, and installation. McAllen Construction is there for you. McAllen Construction is a woman-owned, small minority business licensed with the state of Connecticut and insured. For more information, call 203-758-3474, 203-758-3474, or visit McAllen Construction online at McAllenConstructionCT.com. That's McAllenConstructionCT.com. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail. You know, we always like to talk about the why of weather. What does it play from an atmospheric standpoint right now, leading to these above-average temperatures? Well, Dan, jet stream, jet stream, jet stream, jet stream. I mean, we are in a uh, a situation where we are seeing still a ridge of high pressure. The 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 temperatures in the Gulf of Mexico and off the Florida and Georgia coast are statistically warmer than they typically are this time of year. And that is inducing this ridge of high pressure that will occasionally poke up through the mid-Atlantic and then sometimes poke up even into New England. So when that southeast ridge expands and or builds, we end up with a southwest airflow in the upper levels of the atmosphere. And that is not at all uh, conducive to us getting a cold weather pattern. We need the upper wind flow to be somewhat uh, coming down from central Canada and bringing what they call the mother load of cold air down into the Great Lakes and sitting over uh, Ontario and Quebec province. When that happens, we have the cold air delivered to the Great Lakes and nearby to us, geographically, Ontario and Quebec. I mean, you got to get in your car and drive four or five or six hours to get to them. But geographically and meteorologically they are very close so when you've got the cold air in that position and then you've got the 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 trough kind of right on the east eastern seaboard and you've got storms moving up through the west atlantic you've got the perfect combination you've got the storm track near enough by and you've got the cold air near enough by so it looks like it, to me, and I haven't given my winter forecast yet, and as I said, we will give that on Tuesday, December 21st, which is the first official day of winter. We will give the winter forecast. But right now, my, my guess would be that the winter will get worse as it goes. So in other words, we have to establish the snow fields across the northern United States. We have to establish the snow fields across Canada. That will induce the, the line of mixing to come further and further south. And what I mean by mixing is warm air to the south of the storm, cold air to the north of the storm. And the cold air can be created by the snowpack because the snow is a refrigerant. And also the fact that snow is white it reflects the sunlight so the the snow acts to keep itself intact 
it it acts to keep itself intact by acting as the ground refrigerant and also reflecting the sunlight. So we need the snow fields to expand a little. The storm track will start coming more and more to the south, and then ultimately we will share in with the with the um, the the snow that's coming out of the Rockies now and moving up into the north central states and the extreme western Great Lakes. But um, as we head in toward uh, Christmas, Dan, just finishing up on that week two forecast. Uh, right now, I would call it partly cloudy and cold on Wednesday, December 22nd. Uh, it looks like there will be a storm off the North Carolina coast on Thursday, December 23rd. And it looks like Arctic cold will be banked up just to the north of New England across the Canada border. Now, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm going to say the players may be in position to give us a white Christmas if everything were to come together. So at this particular point, and I will tell the meteorology people that are, are listening to me, I am using uh, this morning's run, the zero Z run of the GFS uh, to tell you the snow totals between now and Christmas day across Connecticut show that the best chance for a white Christmas would be all of Maine, except the immediate coast, like right around uh, Kittery and uh, uh, up to maybe Kennebunk, um, maybe too much mild air coming in off the ocean for, for a white Christmas there. Uh, it looks like all of Vermont and New Hampshire will have a white Christmas, except the immediate New Hampshire shoreline, places like Portsmouth, New Hampshire, for example. Massachusetts, I don't think eastern Massachusetts will have a white Christmas, but I do think uh, Worcester Hills out to the Berkshires will have a white Christmas. And based on what I'm seeing again, and this is again, two weeks out, Dan, um, if I had to guess in Connecticut right now, I would say the Northwest Hills and the Northeast Hills of Connecticut are more likely than not to have a white Christmas, whereas the Valley and the shoreline of Connecticut are likely to have a brown and green christmas that would be my prediction at this point okay and we have plenty of time to fine-tune it for that december 21st podcast all right that said here we are again friday december 10th what does the immediate forecast look like well for this afternoon dan friday december 10th mainly cloudy and chilly it's going to be gloomy but dry uh temperatures upper 30s and low 40s overnight there'll be some showers toward daybreak temperature in the 30s i do think they will be rain showers and not snow showers as warm air comes in aloft so uh if the temperature at your house happens to be 31 or 32 you could have a little spot of freezing rain but i think largely just some rain showers saturday december uh 11th the warm air will work in at the ground surfaces it looks like showers mainly in the morning windy and warm Temperatures in the 50s to near 60. Cold front sweeps through Saturday night. Shower at night with a cold front. The wind shifting into the northwest. Temperatures dropping into the 30s. On Sunday, December 12th, temperature not going up much. Mixed clouds and sun. Breezy from the northwest. Temperature 38 to 44. Monday, sun and high clouds. 46 to 52 Tuesday, mostly sunny and in the 40s. Wednesday, 
partly sunny and in the 40s. And Thursday, December 16th, increasing clouds, Dan, a southwest breeze. It will be milder on Thursday, and that will be the peak depression day for all the snow lovers dreaming of a white Christmas. They will be in mourning on that day <laughs> because it'll be a week out from Christmas or you know, a week out from December 23rd, December 24th, and they'll be depressed that it's warm and in the 50s. But I think uh, if you are a snow lover, uh, things look a tad better as we head into Christmas week. No promises, but it looks better. All right. On that note, Brad, uh, to you and Sandy and to our podcast audience, have a terrific weekend, and uh, we will talk again next week. All right, Dan, you and Susan do the same. And uh, to all our loyal listeners, thank you, and spread the word that our podcast is back. Thanks, Brad. The Brad Field Weather Podcast has been underwritten by McAllen Construction. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail.